Welcome to the Savage Bloggers Network podcast, where we highlight some of the awesome Savage Worlds RPG content and news shared by publishers, licensees, and fans. This is episode seven. I'm Christian Serrano. And I'm Ron Blessing. Ron, it's good to have you back, man. It is good to be back. Had to take care of some family stuff, but I'm back. Yeah, I did too. Uh, but my family stuff was vacation, which was pretty cool. Yeah, so. whatever, dude. My family stuff was not disclosed. That's <laughs> true. It wasn't. <laughs> but it wasn't vacation, so that's all good. Right, yeah. You know. Yeah, so what do we have for this week, man? Well, let's launch right into it. See what I did there? We're going to talk about a Kickstarter launching. So Perfect. there you go. Perfect. We've mentioned the Thin Blue Line uh, for Savage Worlds a couple times, and now that Kickstarter is go, go, go. Um, in fact, they're about halfway to their uh, funding goal, and uh, it looks really cool, I-, I have to say. And we're going to be talking to these guys soon, right? Yeah. In fact, Monday, July 13th, we'll be doing a live hangout on air. That'll be Monday evening. I'll be uh, hopefully having that up uh, after we're done recording here. So if you're listening to this after Monday, July 13th, then you'll be able to go watch this on YouTube that you're talking, we're talking about, right? Right. And if you listen to it when this drops, you should be able to watch it live that Monday. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And hang out on air, baby. Indeed. Indeed. Who's going to be there? Well, we're going to have Jason Marker and John Dunn. If you know the name John Dunn, it might seem familiar at least because he is also one of the co-creators of uh, Millier Via's Accursed setting for Savage Worlds. I love Accursed. I love it because it uses the horror companion, and I love it because that whole concept of playing the monsters in Savage Worlds yeah, and not and, you know previously you could pretty much only play monsters in Savage Worlds uh, in a in a in a setting if uh, you wanted to play Gaslight, which is another great you know play as the monsters setting for Savage Worlds, but um, it's not too common in Savage Worlds, so kind of exciting. And I like the idea that it's not just playing monsters, but it's this whole concept of redemption. Yeah, you know? I like redemption. Yeah, it's really cool. It gives a purpose for the characters, for the players as well. And, uh, you know, something to sort of feed off of with regards to creativity. But uh, Thin Blue Line is is really the focal point here. Right. I like this because it's modern urban fantasy. And it's just so neat to have a, a full-on setting for that in Savage Worlds. Uh, this is going to take place specifically uh, with the Detroit Police Department. And uh, it, it reminds me of a home brew setting that I've done a couple of times in multiple systems, including Savage Worlds. We used to call it my house. We called it Chicago Nights. And uh, that was uh, Nights with a K. And uh, we played cops that were dealing with the supernatural that had to also hide it from not only the public, but the, the police department at large as well. So they were this kind of really crazy outfit within the police. And you could totally use Thin Blue Line to do that if you want to. Or you could just run straight police stories dealing with the supernatural. Yeah, and the Kickstarter is looking pretty cool. There's some you know, neat photos in there. Um, one of them is actually the poster map that they have for, uh, for the setting. And, um, and this is heavily inspired by Detroit, by actual Detroit. The Jason is, is a resident of Detroit as well, so he's, he's really familiar with the area. 
Um, if you want to get a sort of taste of what Thin Blue Line is like, you can check out thinbluelinerpg.com. It's a it's a blog where they sort of feature different creatures and different locations and sometimes even a little bit of mechanics in it. These are really fun reads. I highly recommend going to check them out if you haven't already. Very cool. Speaking of police and crime... I think what you're going to talk about next might have something to do with crime. So uh, if you like thievery and such, particularly in a really famous and loved fantasy setting known as Lankmar, a.k.a. the City of Thieves, uh, Pinnacle has got some more Lankmar coming to you soon. Uh, That includes the uh, GM screen that that should be coming out soon, as well as the Eyes of Goromash, which is a new Lankmar adventure. But what's really cool is they're going to be updating the Savage Worlds test drive rules with an all-new Lankmar adventure built into them. That is so neat. That Yeah, that kind of blew my mind. I was like, how can they do that? The idea of having a licensed property in your, in your teach-me-how-to-play-your-system yeah. packet is amazing. Yeah, uh, and that's a really cool way to sort of showcase the system itself. You're like, hey, look what we can do. With this yeah, system. no, totally awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's not pulp, which is what used to be in there. And then after that, it was a, a, a one-shot modern horror. Right. So now we're looking, we're really, you know, seeing Savage Worlds flex its muscles a little bit, which is which is really neat. I mean, right. it's perfect for Lankmar, So, so Yeah, and, and, and you know what we news. won't hear anymore? We won't hear Savage Worlds can't do fantasy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Very cool. I I couldn't be more excited about all this crazy Longmore stuff. It's always been my favorite setting. Um, some of my favorite stories of all time. So this is neat. Very very cool. So Ron, there's there's a real easy way for you to sort of jump in on the whole Longmore thing. Do you want to hear about it? Uh, okay. So Pinnacle is doing a Longmore haiku contest. Oh yeah, I'd seen something about this, but I didn't. I didn't partake. Right. So if you you, you basically write your best haiku about Lankmar, which I'm sure you could okay. do, and you can tweet it on Twitter, post it on Facebook or Google Plus. Make sure you tag Pinnacle, of course, in your right. post slash tweet, and email Jody. We all know Jody, and um, email her a link. They do ask you to include a hashtag Savage Haiku, and uh, you're entered for a shot at uh, fifty dollars credit on the Pinnacle Web Store. And of course, guess that what you can spend that on? That would help me pay for all my more. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds so really cool. Go check it out. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes, of course, um, and you'll see a mention of the Lankmar Haiku Contest as well. Uh, so yeah, more and more Lankmar, and it's it's pretty awesome. So Well, I am a big fan of, of uh, figuring out ways to be more lazy at the table as a game master. <laughs> You and me both. (laughs) The less stuff I have to track and do. (laughs) So Stan Shin did this great uh, YouTube video where he talks about the four roles that he he gives to players at his table. Um, I I don't need all the roles because I don't don't do the minis thing usually Mm -hmm. at my table. Um, But he lets somebody else do his initiative. He lets someone else keep track of like the conditions on the tabletop, right? Which is really neat. Um, and it, this kind, of, this type of stuff makes so much sense. I found it interesting that he uses two decks, but he didn't mention whether or not he does uh, Clint Black's thing, where if you shuffle, you get a Benny. But yeah, it sounds like the the guy doing the turns is just gonna be the one shuffling. So 
Yeah, I think I mentioned that in the comment on on his post on Google Plus, which oh, and that cool. they tagged us in. Uh, that yeah, some GMs do that. They they give a penny to the person who shuffles, but that's also like kind of like a rotating, you know, shuffling thing as opposed to a yeah. It's whoever person. has the fewest. It's whoever has the fewest bennies at my table. Right. Right. And then if two people have the same amount of bennies, um, I decide randomly or let them just look at each other like, all right, you go, you do it, you know right. that kind of thing. Right. So or, or fight to the death. Right, fight to the death works too. Yeah, and uh, and then last man standing. Yeah. Right, totally, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I, what, the only thing I, I, I and maybe I, I'm just having a hard time wrapping my head around it was um, dedicating one person to do all the bookkeeping because there's a lot technically that you can be in charge of of tracking. That um, happens a lot, though. At, at I mean, it's a pretty common role at a at a game table that oh, there's somebody no that's doubt sitting there listing everything, all the loot you found and. No doubt. I guess I'm used to like one person doing the cartography, another person doing the loot. And, you know, like it's usually split up. Um, See, me again, cartography doesn't matter. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of cool because in the video, he shows his box of stuff and the tools and stuff that he uses. Right. And uh, he has the LitGo template set, which I use and I love. I um, love those. Yeah. When I, when I do use minis, I use that, that template set. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool. And he also uses these these little stands that you can get from I think the Game Crafter mm-hmm. is is the site uh, where you can go and produce your own board games and stuff, and and they'll send right. send you parts. And I use those also for figure flats, and uh, yeah, they work really well. And you can get different colors, so you know if you want to have your good guys one color and your bad guys. I go color. one further step uh, than he does. I've got um, I use two different colors for the bad guys, so you can tell which ones are um, wild, wild cards. cards. Yeah. And then I have two different colors for the good guys because if you have, um, you know, allies people helping you out, yeah, yeah, allies. Yeah. There's a word for people. There's helping a word you for out. that. It's right. allies. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. believe I couldn't think of the word allies. <laughs> but <laughs> that that said, this is what happens when I take a week off and then you take a week off and see what happens. I know. I know. <laughs> we're we're just rusty now. So I do add I do add more colors just for that purpose. That's that's cool. So. Or I guess you could, yeah, it'd be easier to do that than to try to mark them or something, I'm sure. And if you're one of those GMs that's worried about whether or not the players know they're dealing with a wild card for the bad guys, um, I don't mean to say that to sound like I'm being petty, but I don't think it's a big deal, so I don't do that. Um, you can always have them all one color, and once somebody hits a wild card for the first time, you can change the base and, right. and show right. it that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Really, very, really a, a neat video, and he puts together. He has got some pretty good editing chops. Yeah, you might, yeah, you might want to. I don't know. Talk to him next time you have to edit one of the uh, the hangouts. I know. Uh-huh. Just saying. I'm, I'm I'm just putting that out there. Do some recruitment. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. Now and he he does have some other like short little videos, and this one's a relatively short one too. We should say, and yeah. uh, so it, it, you don't have to spend like an hour listening to to someone drone on. Um, he, he's short, sweet, to the point. And he's got some other videos, so check those out as well. And uh, thanks again, Stan, by the way, for uh, um, pinging us on that one too. That was a, that was a really cool thing. Yeah, yeah. So more in the uh, in the Pinnacle camp, we've got uh, this is another interesting thing that came from um, not just Pinnacle but the Ennies as well. It's associated with the Ennies at least as a charity auction. Uh, they're putting together, or they've put together a massive Deadlands and slash six gun RPG bundle that they have up on eBay. If you got to listen to the hangout on air that we did with the six gun, uh, it's a big giant sort of grab bag kind of thing of basically every Deadlands product. 
I think in print, plus the six gun stuff, and possibly every deadline's reloaded product. Every deadline's reloaded product. Yeah, let's be clear about that. And because uh, there are still technically some old deadlines products still in print. Correct. It's up on an eBay auction. There's a link in the show notes. We'll have that there. And currently, the highest bid is at one hundred forty-two dollars and fifty cents, with three days and sixteen hours as of this recording. How many people are watching it, though? There are fourteen bids. Uh, I don't wow. see a number of how many are watching it. Yeah, I don't think it tells you that. Okay. Um, but only fourteen bids, which is you know, I mean, that could that could mean anything. You could have somebody who's willing to bid as much as five hundred dollars. Who knows? You you um, don't know, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and of course it's eBay. So, you know, something could come in at the last minute as well, but uh, it's a pretty sweet deal. It is for charity. So, you know, check that out. And of course it is actually associated with the Ennies proper, which I think is really cool that they're uh, putting that together in collaboration with Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Yeah. Very neat. Definitely yeah. neat. Yeah. And it does include a complete print and PDF set yep. and deadlines reloaded, not just print. And uh, one thing I forgot to mention about this, though, is that it does include uh, an extra special bonus, as as it's worded, a deluxe art print of the cover art from the first issue of The Six Gun, signed, numbered, and limited to a run of 15, I guess it's a commemorative Gen Con 2015 true fan of The Six Gun backer art print. So that's... Ooh, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that art, art's am- I love the art in The Six Gun, so that's going to oh, be I know. Really cool. Brian did a really good job in that. He did. Well, the next thing we should talk about is our final article we're going to discuss. And it's um, this great article called Benny's versus XP. And really, it's it's on uh, gamingronin.blogspot.com. Um, and um, it's basically, he ta- he's talked about ways he uses Benny's in the past beyond what's in the rules as written. Um, but this is really talking about adding sort of um, fate uh, feel to the way he gives out bennies and XP. Um, isn't it that you can um, you can do the compel thing from fate and then that can be converted into XP? Is that right? Yeah, he does. He basically does a breakdown at the end of the article where um, so the idea that he's, he's planning to go forward with is uh, breaking down the XP that's awarded for each session now you know as you know it's typically one to three xp right so what he's planning on doing one xp for every player for just showing up which is okay cool that's fine here's yeah, a, here's that's xp cool. uh one xp for each player if a story milestone is reached during the session so that amounts right. to, to the normal two xp right or average of two xp and then all other xp will come from compels and intrusions which i thought that's was really a nice, nice yeah that's a nice way of sort of either playing to your hindrances or other circumstances and reaping benefits as a player, but also as character. One common thing I run into when I'm GMing is that players tend to want to protect their characters. So when you get games that ask you to not protect your character, um, and Savage Worlds does this with the hindrances, right? It, it's sometimes hard for players to do that. So, so that adding in that fate mechanic is, is really interesting. Um, and maybe that's a little bit more of a carrot for some players because when your 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 characters are having trouble, that's when the game gets interesting and fun, right? That that's how fiction works. So there's this whole I want to protect my character, but you know you're falling into the trap of making not as interesting fiction if that's your interest. 
because you're too busy protecting your character. Right, because you know the, what makes the stories interesting is overcoming challenges, overcoming adversity. You know, if your hindrances are even uh, creating additional layers of complexity in your encounters or in your story, and as a player or as a party as a whole, you're overcoming that. That that adds a greater satisfaction to the win. And what some players don't see is that they're they're getting more agency that way. They're getting more control over what happens to their character. Yeah. And that is really a cool thing. That's a that's a good thing. Capital yeah. G, capital T. That's a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot to cover in the past two weeks, obviously, and in, in, uh, in the interest of keeping the format consistent, uh, you know, I think we can probably cut it short there. Um, yeah. yeah, there's so much good content to cover, quite honestly, in the community and from publishers and whatnot. It's hard to keep it all uh, inclusive. Well, and we don't need to tell them what to read. They can go to the <laughs> the uh, actual feed and, and read. Yeah. And we just like to make some comments and, and highlight some, some articles. So. Exactly. Very exactly. cool. So uh, this is good, Ron. I'm glad you're back. It, it, it Me too. It wasn't the same without you, you know? I'm I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. man, I totally didn't miss you. I don't even know why you're here this week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. And uh, be sure to visit the SBN website at www.savagebloggers.net. There we have the links to the aggregated SBN news feed where you can catch up on all the stuff that's happened in the past two weeks. You can also see the links for our YouTube and SoundCloud channels, uh, this podcast, of course, and more. If you enjoy our show and you want to show your support, uh, check out our Patreon page or PayPal donation link, both of which are available from the main website. Whatever you do until next time, keep it fast, furious, and fun. Hey, uh, Christian. Yeah. Do you think glass coffins are going to take off? You know, I'm not sure. Remains to be seen. <laughs> <laughs>